Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello. It's Kinsey here with you today, and I am so thankful that you're here. I'm looking forward to chatting with you for a few minutes today. And regardless of what time of day it is for you as you're listening to this, I don't know, maybe it's morning or your lunch break, afternoon, maybe you're getting ready to go to bed, but I hope that you find yourself in a good spot today. I know that we're entering a busy time of year, so I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you taking 30 minutes out of your day to listen to this podcast today. And I'm proud of you for taking 30 minutes out of your day to just better yourself, challenge yourself, and work on your mindset. We're rounding out the year. I cannot believe that 2020 is coming to a close here so soon. But I'm starting to do my year-end review, which is something that I enjoy doing every year. And I'll actually talk about the process that I go through and what that looks like here in the next few weeks. But Starting this podcast was one of the really great things that came out of 2020 for me personally. As I reviewed my year and looked back at all of the chaos and the ups and the downs and the twists and the turns of 2020, I'm just so thankful for the lessons that this year brought because they've brought so many good reflections and teaching moments that I get to share with you. So year end review, look for that episode as we get closer to the end of the year. But I'm not sure how you feel about the holiday season or honestly what you're dealing with right now. You know, we're all in different places. We're all dealing with different things. And for many, this season, this holiday season of joy quickly turns into have tos, like I have to do this and to do lists and worries and depression and anxiety and just overall chaos. Again, I know that we're all sitting in different places right now, but I wanted to remind you of this today. The more time that you sit dwelling on the circumstances, right, the have-tos, the, the bad, the what-ifs, the more worked up you'll get and the more unproductive that you become. So just, I want you to remember that today. Like, I think a lot of times we get stuck sitting and dwelling on, you know, I don't know, maybe you got crazy family dynamics or maybe work is nuts for you, whatever it is. But the more time that we sit dwelling on them, the more unproductive that we become. And we have to remember that whatever we focus on and whatever we think about will grow. So as we move into the the tail end of this holiday season and the tail end of the year, just want to challenge you to make the choice to focus on the good. Shift your thoughts to what you can control, what you want to happen, and shut down those thoughts centered around fear and negative thought patterns and all of the things that you don't like, right? Let's focus on the things that are good around us. But moving on to today's topic, today I want to talk about discipline. I actually did a talk on this at the beginning of quarantine for our gym members because at that time, you know, it was like everything was crazy. Nothing, you know, no one was in a routine. And it was like everybody just had this easy excuse to just do nothing and like let all of our routines go out the window because our situations had changed. So I did this talk back then and 
it's going to be very similar today if you heard it back then, but it's also a little bit different. And I think, I know I could use the reminders as I was writing this, so I'm sure that you could too, but I'm finding it ever so appropriate now as well, especially during this time of the the year. But, you know, I've really slowed down as far as social media. I'm not really social scrolling, if you will. But I do hop online to check our business page and respond to messages. So I'm seeing some of the chatter online. I'm seeing a lot of the posting. Within that short amount of scrolling, I can't tell you how many people are just talking about how they just don't feel motivated right now. And it's not just on social media. Like I've had meetings and conversations with people over the last few weeks and not just here, but within our family. And we've uh, been out of town a little bit, just all over the place, just multiple conversations and many comments are similar. Like, I just don't feel motivated. It's like people are just so busy with life that they have zero, zero motivation to take great care of themselves. You know, that could mean different things for different people. It might mean showing up for workouts or eating well or taking time for stretching and mobility. It could mean journaling or just actually showing up in life rather than just going through the motions. People say that they can't seem to make themselves do the things that they know they need to do. Right? They just can't seem to make themselves do the things that they know they need to do. I don't know if some of that is the excuse of busyness that seems to come so easily this time of year. But they just say, I'm not motivated and I'm not motivated. And I've talked about motivation before. I've talked about how we absolutely cannot wait until we quote unquote feel like doing something to go do it. We can't. If you've been around me much or you're a member in the gym, you probably already know how I feel about motivation, right? Quote unquote motivation. But motivation is crap, guys. 100% crap. It cannot be relied on. It is not consistent. And I can tell you with confidence that it's going to run out. You will not always be motivated to do what you need to do. You aren't going to always feel, right? That one kills me. Feel like doing what you need to do. You know, I had a conversation today, actually, with a member in the gym that it was like, I'm really trying to make it here more often. It's just the afternoon comes and I know I could get here, but it's just really, really hard for me. And, you know, the the end of the conversation kind of went like, well, sometimes you just kind of suck it up and do it anyway. Like, like that's just kind of what you have to do. Like, we're not always going to feel like doing what we need to do. Today, I don't want to speak at you But what I want you to understand is that success and change and results, it's not about motivation. I want to talk about discipline because success is all about discipline. You have to be disciplined. You must have prepared and created habits so that you do the things you need to do even when you don't feel like it. Because let's be honest, you're probably never going to feel like waking up super early. You're not going to feel like doing that extra conditioning workout. You're not going to feel like cooking. You probably don't feel like staying late at the office or hustling after work to build your own business. You have to learn to just do the things you need to do in order to get the results you want. And here's really where, you know, I kind of got my wheels turning for today. Not only was it 
conversation after conversation after conversation. But we're revising some things in our six-week health coaching program, which I believe we will be offering again as a group program in early 2021. So get in on that if you are serious about making incredible changes in all areas of your life because it is freaking amazing. But I was editing and working through some of the notes and, and things like that. And I got to week five where we talk about results. And the part of the webinar that stuck out, it just... It was like, I don't know, blaring at me as I'm retyping these notes and listening and making sure we don't need any edits in the webinars. But after all the talk I heard about lack of motivation, it just really stuck out. And it's Josh's line, which is probably good that it's his line because he has a bit of a more like serious effect, I guess, when he talks. It's funny if you've ever listened to the webinar. I'm definitely more bubbly and and things like that. He's very serious, right, when he asks questions. But He asks this question in the webinar and he says, do you have the discipline it takes to get the results you want? I'm going to say that again and I would write this down if I were you and I would put it on my mirror or wherever your journal, wherever you look at things all the time and I would write it this way. Do I have the discipline it takes to get the results I want? Think about that for a minute. What results are you after? Does your discipline align with those results? Note, I did not ask what your motivation level is. Right? I didn't ask. We all know how things go with motivation. Like we were super excited. Like training for a race is a perfect example because like those first few training runs, like I am pumped and ready to go. Like I am excited to go run. And then it's like a couple weeks in and I'm like, I'm tired of this. Like I don't want to do this anymore. Right? Motivation runs out and it runs out quick. So it doesn't matter what your motivation level is. When I think about motivation and discipline, I always think back to this quote from David Goggins, which if you haven't read or better yet listened to the audio version of his book, Can't Hurt Me, you should. Now, again, I, it has terrible language, so you may not want to listen to it with your kids, but it is such an incredible book. But he says, learn to be your best self when you're least motivated. He says, learn to be your best self when you're least motivated. Oh, that is a good one, guys. Do you know how to do that? How do you do that? How do you be your best self when you're the least motivated? And I think the answer is discipline. Here's the deal with discipline. It is incredibly valuable. But discipline only comes from one place. One place. Stand in front of the mirror and look. That is the only place that you can get discipline from within. You. Your parents may or may not have encouraged you to be disciplined. Youth sports may or may not have encouraged you to be disciplined. The military certainly encourages discipline. But in the end, when your parents aren't there, right? I see this with my kids every single day. When the sports are over and the military career has ended, we see that a lot of people that we thought were so disciplined actually lack true self-discipline. They did what they needed to do for a little while, maybe because they didn't want to get in trouble or run extra laps or not get a promotion. But when push comes to shove, they were disciplined in one area of their life and that was it. Like they were disciplined in their sport or they were disciplined in their school or they were disciplined in their career. But it was like one area. So when it comes to discipline, we can't blame 
Here's that word blame. We can't blame our lack of discipline on someone else. It's not anyone's fault that you lack discipline. It's your fault. It's your fault. Here's the key. And write this down. Man, this is a note taker today, right? Write this one down. What makes you a disciplined person is making the choice to be disciplined. What makes you a disciplined person is making the choice to be disciplined. Period. It's on you. It's your choice. And I told you I was reading the um, Ben Bergeron book, Chasing Excellence. I just finished it up uh, last week. But he talks so much about discipline, the discipline of these top athletes and what it takes to get to the level that they are. And I mean, it's just incredible the amount of discipline that these people have. They made a choice to be disciplined. They didn't just become disciplined. They didn't like, oh, I'm going to be disciplined today. So here it, here it goes. From now on, I'm disciplined. No, they made the choice day after day after day to be disciplined. And I truly believe that excuses, right? Excuses are a direct reflection of a lack of discipline. Excuses, excuses drive me insane. They do. They really do. But everybody's got them. And I'm going to tell you, they're probably pretty good. Like people have really good excuses. But they are the opposite of taking complete ownership of your life. Every time you're, you make an excuse, you're not taking ownership of your life. Didn't get up when your alarm went off. You made the choice, right? Maybe you did have a rough night of sleep. It happens. But in the end, you made a choice to hit snooze or to turn your alarm off instead of getting up. You know, maybe I don't have a ton of sympathy or I don't even know, maybe the word is empathy. I have no idea. For people that tell me like they just can't get up early. I know I should, but I just can't get up early. Guys, that is crap. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You just aren't disciplined enough to do it. Right? People will say all the time, man, I just can't make myself get up before 5 a.m. Right? I know I need to. I know that would be consistent workout time for me. I know that would give me time to do quiet time before my day starts. I know that would make my day go easier, whatever it is, but I just can't get up. Right? Hold on. That is not true. I know I've said this before, but do you think that I jump out of bed excited to get up when my alarm goes off at 417 in the morning, five days a week? Heck no. <laughs> like, no, I'm not excited. I don't feel like getting up. I'm not motivated to get up. I just get up. It's discipline. It's no different with anything else in your life that you want to do. You want to eat better? Be disciplined enough not to eat the freaking cookie or the ice cream or the fast food or whatever it is. And this is not me saying that you can't ever indulge because that is not the truth in any way, shape, or form. I indulge plenty. I'm also not trying to lose weight right? And I've already worked on becoming disciplined for so long when it comes to my eating habits that they're already really good. But when it comes to discipline, there's a few things that we have to understand. And the first is the fact that we must make a choice. I just said it. Discipline first requires a decision. You have to decide that you're going to change. And then you've got to practice, right? I talked so much about practicing last week. But we have to be in consistent practice. Like life is practice. But as you practice, as you work on being disciplined, your habits become more automatic. It's not like you have to be this hardcore disciplined robot forever. No, that's not how disciplined people walk around. Like they don't look at them and be like, God, they're a robot. 
You just have to do it long enough for habit to take over. Because honestly, discipline is actually a very short race. It's not a marathon. You just have to do it long enough for habits and autopilot to take over. Once they do, you will find that it's easier to just get up, to eat the things you know you should eat, to do the tasks that you know you should do. It's easier to do what you know you need to do. You've been disciplined for so long that you just do the things you know you need to do. Like that's it. It's just not even a question. You just do them. Like you just get up because that is what you do. I tell people all the time, it's like, okay, my name is Kinsey and I just do what I need to do. Like, this is what I do when it comes to people trying to change. Like, you have to tell yourself, like, this is just what I do. You know, next we have to be willing to own up. As you sit and think about the areas of your life where you need to improve your discipline, you have to stop and take ownership for where you are, right? You have to know where you are if you want to change. You can't expect to change if you're busy making excuses, for everything you don't like about your life. This change begins with ownership. And until we're willing to own up to the place where we find ourselves, permanent change is not going to happen. We can't blame anyone for where we are, yet so many of us spend so much time blaming other people, our circumstances, and other things for things that we don't like in our life. Guys, it's not anyone else's fault. You are the one making the decisions. You are the one in charge of your attitude. No, you cannot choose your circumstances or your situation all the time. And you are going to get some crappy ones, right? We're all going to go through that. But you dang sure can choose your reaction to it. Blaming and making excuses means that you aren't taking ownership. When you decide to own something, you can change it. So own it. And then embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. I talked about resistance not long ago, and I love the topic of resistance. Maybe because over the years, I've slowly learned to really appreciate it. It was kind of like if you don't learn to love it, like you're just going to be miserable because it comes all the time, right? But that wasn't always the case. I didn't always appreciate it. I didn't always want, and I sometimes still don't want, to take the path of most resistance. I didn't always want to do things the hard way. Yet unless we just want to live like a bump on a log, we better learn to embrace the suck. Because people, and this is just my opinion, but I don't know what it really counts for, but this is just my opinion. But as people, we are way too soft, way too soft. I see it in my kids and it drives me insane. It drives me nuts. I feel like if there's one thing that they better know more than math or grammar or whatever, it's that they need to embrace the grind and stop being so soft, right? We are, like, it's, I feel like it's getting worse too every year. I'm like, am I failing as a parent because my kids are soft? Like, I'm just trying to teach them to work and to want to work and to work towards something right? And but here we are, we're humans, and we're living in the modern world where we're told that things should be easy. We're told that things should be quick and convenient. We're drawn to the easy way. We like comfort. We like to complain a lot. We want instant gratification. 
And so often we're not willing to just do the work. If you think it's easy to become disciplined, you've got to think again because it's not. It's tough. It requires you to make the choice over and over and over to do something you probably don't want to do or don't feel like doing. It requires you to leave your comfort in search of discomfort. This is why so many people are constantly left with unmet goals and mediocre lives. I really believe this. They can't see past their comfort far enough to create discipline in their lives. Like they are just so drawn to their bubble, their comfort zone, their normal, that they can't see past it far enough to create discipline in their lives. They do something until it gets hard and then they quit. Then they get tired of where they are again, so they start again. And it gets hard again and the cycle continues on and on and on. Here's a little nugget, right? Like starting over is never easier than pushing through. Starting over is never easier than pushing through. Like go into your pursuit of discipline understanding that it is going to be hard. Like really hard. And again, we're not looking for motivation here. Not looking for you to be motivated to be disciplined. I'm just looking for you to be disciplined. We're simply making a choice to do the things we know we need to do, whether we feel like it or not. But the beautiful thing about discipline is that it brings freedom. It really does. I think so many people think that discipline means that they have no freedom, that they're stuck, that they have to do all of these things. But in reality, Discipline really does bring freedom. And if you haven't read that book, it's called Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko Willink. I'd grab it. It's an easy read full of so much great information and and facts. I'm reading it right now. So you'll probably hear quite a few podcasts in the future that were just inspired by this book because he really does talk about so many useful things. But it all goes back to discipline and how important it is. And as I talk through discipline, I do want to touch on goals and choices here because I do believe it ties right into this topic of discipline. I love our goal board. We have a goal board in the gym. I have a goal board at home. We talk a lot about goals and I really enjoy setting goals and helping people work toward goals. And on our goal board, I'm kind of like a goal board ninja now, so like there are goals on the goal board. Like it is not choices. Like it is goals on the goal board and they got a timeline and we're like working on them, right? (laughs) But we were at a local gym for our weightlifting class a few weeks ago. And so they had a goal board and I always just like to look around at different, at different boards when I go places, especially if they're, you know, it's a gym or something like that. But I started looking at their goal board and as I was looking, I saw so many things on there that like were not goals. They were choices, They were disciplines. And again, like these were on our goal board. Like I've had to grab somebody, walk them over there and say, hey, listen, like showing up five days a week is not a goal. It's not a goal. That is a choice. Right? And I saw it on their goal board too. People were right. Show up five days a week for workouts or be on time or come to a morning class or, or this one gets me too and it's been on ours as well. Work hard. Right? Please do not think I'm talking crap about their goal board again because Those have been on ours too. But while I think it's a really awesome thing to shoot for, like these 
things are not goals. Showing up to the gym five days a week is not a goal. It's a choice. It's a choice. Working hard is not a goal. It's a choice. Make the choice to show up. Make the choice to work hard. It doesn't require special skills or strengths or steps to achieve it. No, it's just making the decision to show up. Show up for your workout five days in a row whether you feel like it or not. Maybe you have to get up early because your afternoon is packed. So what? Get up. Maybe you have to get something done on your own. So what? Get up. We have to understand that there's a big difference between goals and choices. You need discipline for both. So if you have some goals written down, I want you to look at them. I really do. I want you to look at them and I want you to decide, are they really goals or are they choices? And if they're choices, let's start working on discipline to make those choices consistently. I'm going to go back, speaking of this, to the book Can't Hurt Me because in that book he talks about what he calls an accountability mirror. And I thought that this was genius for those looking to create discipline and hold themselves accountable to the choices that they want to make. It's kind of like a, a goal board for discipline, if you will. But it's so simple. You can take post-it notes and you can stick them anywhere. You'll see them every day or you can just have a list typed up that you see every day, whatever it is. You can't hide from them and you can't ignore them. They're like in your face all the time. And we actually worked with quite a few of our gym members during quarantine on this. And the ones that did it found it like incredibly helpful. So if you're one of those people that has a lot of things that you want to work on, and some of them are disciplines or choices, I would challenge you to try this accountability mirror. But one area would be where you can write just like disciplines that you're working on or choices that you want to make. These are things like get in five workouts this week, or stretch and do yoga in the afternoon, or cook four meals this week, or get up when the alarm goes off, stop blaming others, be consistent. Like I got a lot. Cross the hard things off my to-do list first. Schedule my day, organize my week, stop eating like a loser, and start eating like an athlete, right? All of these things are choices, but having them in front of you reminds you what you're supposed to be doing. And it reminds you when you don't feel like doing what you need to do that you decided that you would do them. So it helps you create a discipline. And you can also write your goals down. So they need to be specific with a timeline. So things like run six miles without stopping by March 30th. All right. Very specific. It's got a timeline. Do a pull up by June 1st. Lose 20 pounds by July 4th. Whatever it is. Like goals that are specific. These take like a specific set of steps to get to. Like you don't just show up, right, for your pull-up when you've never done a pull-up in your life, unless maybe you're like super talented and you can, you're already super strong, whatever. But you don't go from walking into the gym, barely able to hang on the bar, and then like the next day you make a choice to do a pull-up and you just do it, right? You have to work toward that. So the goals need to be something that you actually work toward and they need a timeline. And on that accountability mirror or the journal, whatever you use that you're looking at every day, you could also write quotes and affirmations. So for me, on my, I have a vision board that I use more so than an accountability mirror, but things like fear is a liar, faith over fear, the right actions always bring the right results. I'm worth the work. I embrace the suck. I'm good at doing the difficult things. My actions are not dependent on anyone but me own it, right? Just little reminders to make you keep going on days where you don't have any motivation, where you don't feel like doing anything. 
right? Where you just want to sit on the couch and do nothing because you just don't feel like it, right? We can't always go off of our feelings. Discipline, guys, it does. It brings freedom. It takes work, but it's worth it. If you want to change any area of your life, you have to be willing to suck it up and create a discipline. No one else is going to do it for you. It's up to you. You've got to make the choice. You've got to own your choices and your actions. And then you've got to embrace the suck and get to work. But that is what I've got for you guys today. Please know you don't need motivation. You don't need motivation. You don't need to wait for a feeling. You just need to do what it is you know you need to do. You've got this, right? You've got this. You are so worth the effort that it takes to create a discipline. You are. Go crush this week. I'm really, really excited to hear how you implement this one. So please share with me. If you put together an accountability mirror, I would love to see it. You can message me. You can text me. You can email me. Send me a picture, whatever it is. But I'd love to know how you're you're doing with all of this. And you, if you want to post it on social media, whatever, you can tag me there too. But like, I just want to challenge you to take a good look at your disciplines this week. Find areas where you need to create discipline. For the love, please look at your goals and make sure they're goals and not choices. And if you go to a gym and you wrote a choice on your board, go erase it and put a goal up there, right? But anyway, you guys have an amazing week. I am here for you if you need anything, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.